Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Here at United Queendom, we're big fans of box menswear. For boxers, briefs, jocks, tracksuits, swimwear and so much more, head over to boxmenswear.com for stellar deals, worldwide shipping and some killer eye candy. Hey guys, it's Paris Hilton here and you're listening to United Queendom Podcast. And that's hot, almost as hot as its two hosts, Ed Dyson and Sam Dowler. Oh Oh my God, thank you so much, Paris. It's really good to have you on the show. Um, How do you feel about being mocked ruefully this week? Oh my God, she she just hung up. <laughs> I, think you, I think you offended her. Oh, but... oh no! Oh, cancelled again. Thank you, thank you for the intro, the Paris. We would love to have had you on longer, but um, mm. we know we've got shit to do, and we're not all unemployed like you, Paris. So we we have to. <laughs> so shall we start rating? Oh, I've, yeah, I wrote it down. I've written it down. it down. I have a feeling, I don't know why, I just have a feeling we're going to start off on the same number this week. All right. Let's Are you ready? <gasps> I'm nervous. For me, it's a seven. Ooh, mine's a six. So it was quite close. I did actually oh, almost ooh, put seven. Ooh, six. Six. Yeah. Well, let's see if by the end of it we can get you up to a seven. <laughs> <laughs> that is what she said. Um, well, I... <laughs> Good luck with you. <laughs> I, I, I almost put seven. Uh, actually, I, and then I put six, and then I rewatched it today, because I watched it yesterday really hungover. And it mm. was a little bit better than I thought, but I, it's just like... Because I love, you know, as I love Snatch Games so much, so when it's not, like, amazing, it just feels extra mm. disappointing because I look forward to this episode. Yeah, I, did, I didn't even really... I didn't really love either the UK or the US Snatch Games, to be honest. No, I agree. I feel like... Um, especially because... Shortchanged! Is, that used to be my nickname. But, um, yeah, with, uh, Drag Race Canada <laughs> was so good last year, wasn't it? And then All Stars 5 had a really good one, so it just feels like these ones are a bit shit. And also, have you seen the, um, well, I, I, I would say Meet the Queens, but it was such a lacklustre thing for Meet the Queens Australia. I mean, Down Under, rather. Bitch, I did not even know that was um Oh my out. God, it's out. It's out, yeah. And it's, um, so, so what it is, is they've cut together their um, entrances, like bits of their entrances, and it's just um, Michelle and um, obviously the Aussie presenter just like sat behind the desk saying like, and now here's the next one, and now here's the next one, and it's really lackluster. I was quite surprised. Well, they only just filmed it. Is it is it going to be on TV soon? Why are they doing a Meet the Queens now? I think because it was Sydney Mardi Gras, I think they were trying to get them out, get it out on the same weekend. Oh, for my birthday last year, my partner got me this like furry grey, like Tina Turner, not Tina Burner, catsuit because it's not red, yellow, and orange. And um, I've just sat down and realised that I'm absolutely fucking. Are you saying? My are you saying up. Tina Turner? Are you saying Tina Turner's furry and grey? <laughs> well, her minges. We've all seen the pictures, <laughs> and it was simply not the best. <laughs> what's what's her minge got to do with it, Ed? <laughs> Sorry. Um, right, let's get into this episode. So last week, um, well, not last week. It was actually was it last year, last decade? No one. <laughs> A home. few days ago, who knows? Because they missed that episode, obviously. But Candy Muse was saved. 
So a lot of people online have been doing memes and stuff this week because, like, everyone's pointing out the fact that at this point in season eight of Drag Race, Bob had won. That's how long this season has been. Oh, my God. It's a bit like the meme, you know, the overused Titanic meme of the old woman, like, it's been 84 years and season <laughs> yeah, 13 yeah. is still going. Um, but, I mean, we can't complain that there's a lot of Drag Race because, I mean... If we don't like it, then what the hell are we doing here? Oh, it's our bread and butter, Ed. It's our bread and butter, after all. We can't complain. There's a long series, can we really? Well, I'm an Atkins, so I can't... No, not really. Fatkins. <laughs> um... Fat cows. <laughs> Fat cows. And speaking of... No, I'm not saying that because that's a fat joke. <laughs> candy was saved, and this is what she had to say about it, of course. <laughs> Oh, that was. I, mean, I thought that was really touching as well. Yeah, she really, she really got to the heart of it there. But um, what I did pick up one thing that she said, which is, "This has lit a fire under my ass." So I'm like, mm. you know, that's a trigger for me. It's been a trigger for a long time. I hate when they say that because it's like you're basically four months into this competition. I think the wake up call should have been maybe when you got cast or walked in the water room. Not like I'm just gonna do nothing until halfway through, and then if I almost get sent home and get saved, that's when I'm gonna start putting an effort. What? Um, oh my god! My whole my, this my favorite Your quote whole. of the week comes right. My my my, my favorite quote of the week comes right at the beginning. Tina Burner says, well, <laughs> "We've said it before that it's anybody's game, and now it fucking feels like it's anybody's game." <laughs> <laughs> It's these annoying things they repeat. I mean, we we never repeat things, but like you know when they say like to like on week seven of the competition it's just really hitting home that people are going to be going home every week and i'm like oh wow so someone, someone's a bit slow aren't they people yes people do tend to go home every week on this contest that since the, on its 13th season well done for clocking that format for the last decade yeah i know i know but again maybe the producers just give them a bunch of generic things just to weave in because it's like Please stop saying this stuff. Think of something else. I just, I, but I just think it's the most pointless statement of all time. We've said it before that it's anybody's game, and now it fucking feels like it's anybody's game. Well, so yes, because you've said it before, <laughs> you idiots. Well, Simone pissed me off as well. She said, "Now there ain't too many double chantés on this show," and I'm like, "Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up." <laughs> hold First up, of Simone. all, yes, there are quite a lot of double chantés <laughs> on the show, which you would know if you'd seen it. Number two, this was not a double chanté. Because Candy actually got eliminated and then Rue stopped. So a double chante is when you're both so good that Rue doesn't mm. eliminate anyone. This was, no, Candy was worse. She got repealed. Exactly. She got uh, thrown a bone, basically. Um, so, because the lipstick wasn't amazing enough to be like Evie in Brooklyn or Alyssa no, and Roxy, no. like bo- both of you slayed it. Mm. It was just Candy, you're good reality TV. We're not ready for you to go yet. Yeah, yeah, no, that that was it. I mean, it's like as you said before, when it was a double chante, and you're just like, oh my god, it's so down to the wire. They were both so fucking brilliant that neither of them should go. But it it wasn't that at all. It was nothing like that. It was nothing of the sort. To quote, it was nothing of the sort. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody lied to her. Somebody lied to her. Gemma is a fat (laughs) cunt. (laughs) That is not me saying that. I'm quoting Tiffany Pollard. Before, let's not get it twisted. And um, so, not Sue, not Sue Pollard, not Jenny Lemon Sue Pollard. <laughs> Heidi Ho, indeed. Um, <laughs> Rose guarantees that she's going to make it to the top four. Um, mm. So, do you think she's right? Is she over egging herself? 
Who? Rose? Rose, yeah. She's like, I am gonna be in that top four. And I'm like, well Um Yeah, right. I mean I think I think she is. I think at this at this point she knows that she's been Good enough. I do, I do, and I do like it when she says, like, I mean, I thought I was going to kill it every time, but I haven't. Getting her fucking voice in there again, please. Oh, no, that's uh, a massive, massive pet hate of mine. I hate I, when people sing those things. You know, Jimbo. Especially when they sing it when they've got a good voice and they do it on purpose. Oh, that's what I hate if you've got a good voice. So Jimbo from Drag Race Canada, she can sing really well. And I've watched quite a few interviews and podcast stuff with her since... Um, since the season and she does it so often it's actually like no. borderline disability I mean maybe it is a disability <laughs> it's musical Tourette's and I cannot deal with it and if anyone out there does it please stop I know we've sung on this podcast but we've sung <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> Sam Ed. stop it now please <laughs> so um this is. I think I've asked you this before, but let's keep regularly asking it. Who do you think is going to win the season? If you had to say right now, right now, by Atomic Kitten, a, right now, it was uh, either I would give it to Simone or Rose. I well, my personal choice would probably be Rose, but I have a feeling it's going to be mixed mm. to lose now because I kind of felt like. Oh wait, sorry, sorry, it's got Mick. Sorry, I completely forgot about got Mick suddenly. You um, forgot Mick? No, no, no. I no, I've I've got Mick all over my mouth area. Um, I oh definitely my god! Think, I definitely think that got Mick's for the win. Yeah, because got Mick was kind of getting treated like a winner before she even mm. had done anything that good, but now she's racking up the wins and showing. To be fair, more talent mm. than I thought she had. She's I clearly underestimated her because she's good. Uh, but we'll see yeah. why. Before that, we I don't want to talk too much about this because I'm getting sick of these mini challenges. But it's like uh, they're doing like a tribute to Rue's early career, <laughs> punk band, the pantyhose. At least at least Rue at least Rue wasn't wearing like some weird Beatles wig. Like for for some reason she's taken to wearing in the UK version. At least <laughs> at least it was there. I mean, but still she manages to shoehorn in who made her suit, which was again quite annoying. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It's it's just they feel like a bit of a waste of time especially in the never-ending length of the season just to have these i mean it's not even ones where you really see a lot of talent or like the reading challenge that's funny it's just like feels like a bit of filler um so i'm not yeah. even gonna say who my favorite was because i don't remember any of them i don't even remember who won actually um um tina burner won and i thought tina burner should have won because um i mean and rue does say um Oh, how's your head wig? Which I thought was good. A nice reference to Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Oh, I um, love that but, film. It's so fucking good, isn't it? Yeah, it's a it's a good film, and I just think, um, yeah. But then I, the one thing I did think was funny that RuPaul gets on the stage afterwards. Obviously, it was. I feel like it was a bit spur of the moment. She was like, yeah, and then does like her nan dance. <laughs> she hadn't taken her meds that day. My source tells me so. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, rather than seeing this, I'd rather see more of Snatch Game. Although, not mm. this Snatch Game. This one I'm fine with being <laughs> on the shorter end. So um, they find out they're doing Snatch Game, my favourite challenge, or, or it was. Um, so who is there any of them that you can think of, like someone, a celebrity they would have been better off doing than who they did, or any anything like that? Well, one that, um, one that Tina Burner mentioned, actually, saying she was going to do Jennifer Coolidge, I wish she'd done that. 100%, because, um, I agree. Because she does, cause the, the impression isn't that bad that she does straight off the bat. And I think... Um, it was good. Fully, fully dressed up and doing that, I think, would have been really, um, really interesting. So uh, I, was, I was disappointed by that, to be fair. Can I do my Jennifer Coolidge? Because I don't think I've ever oh, done please, it on the please. podcast before. <clears throat> I'm taking the dark, dumbass. 
<laughs> for Legally Blonde. That's the only line I do. I can't do an actual impression. I just love doing it. I sent you the other day um, the music video she did. Oh, <laughs> about, my God. That about... was everything. <laughs> Get my double double D's out. You stink, bitch. What was it what called? What'd you do? Put garlic in your cooch? <laughs> More sophisticated humour from it's, us. It's, it's you stank, bitch. <laughs> you really stank, cool. bitch, yes. Uh, that, um, <laughs> that old classic staple of pop culture. <laughs> so uh, the only other one I'd said was, wouldn't it have been really funny if Tina Burner did Graham Norton? And not for the first <laughs> time. So like, yeah. it would have actually... I thought that was the kind of risk that would have paid off for her, because... I mean, we'll get to but the also, choices. but also when well, also when Tina Banner shakes her flabby ass in that uh, mini challenge, I thought, Jesus, that was, that's what Graham had to see on a nightly basis. Oh my God, that's what Graham had his face in, for God's sake. <laughs> he was muffling the Eurovision <laughs> points and critiques into that crap. <laughs> Graham's at home touching his own love muscle. A bottle of Chardonnay in one hand and the other hand up <laughs> Tina Burner's rectum. Um, <laughs> like James Herriot <laughs> I also thought another good one would have been Candy to actually have done Tasmanian Devil Don't you think that would have been really oh, funny? That would have been really funny Better than the one that she did to be fair Yeah, uh, did you know who Patrick Star was? Is? Uh, no, there's another one called Star isn't Jeffrey there? Jeffree Star, that's amazing. yeah Yeah, that's why I got confused Are they related? <laughs> I don't think so Maybe Patrick's, maybe it's like a bit of a reference to Jeffree Star's name Because I know Jeffree Star's one of the most famous beauty or maybe, Or maybe it's like a House of Star sort of, sort of deal Maybe, yes, I hadn't heard of him at all um, But I don't think we learn anything about him from the Snatch Game because, as as we'll get no. to, Candy just does Candy. Yeah. What about Denali's choice, which was Jonathan Fan Ness? Are you a Fan Ness? No, I'm not really a fan of any of the Queer Eyes, to be honest. Um, I don't. Well, I haven't There's watched. There's one them. that's hot. Is it Anthony? I don't know, but I haven't watched any of them. I do. Oh, I don't know. I think maybe it's a maybe there's an element of jealousy that I think that I should be doing it myself. Um, I'm not sure. You'd be great. Thank you, babes. Brown eye for the straight guy. <laughs> <laughs> Rossi Sheriff's badge for the vag. Um, I I think I I don't know. I I know who I know who Denali's doing, and um, I mean we'll get to see it. But I think she does a really good job. Even if it's the thing the thing with these things is like what um it's like what. Olivia does if you you don't necessarily I mean who was the one that did the robot um Gigi Good last year she won yeah you don't even really need to know who it is if they are fucking funny then it's then the whole point is irrelevant it's like we say oh my god here we go it's like we're celebrity big brother right you don't need to know who <laughs> the I mean you vaguely know who the celebrities are but you don't necessarily need to know them but once they're in the house and you get to know them like if they're funny and really cool then it doesn't really matter how they got there do you know what I mean yeah, you have to make the person a fan. Yeah. Like, I wasn't fully familiar with who um, Little Edie was before Jinx did it, but Jinx made me interested. Yeah, exactly. Made me look it up, and then from then I became a fan, and that yeah. is, like, hitting it out of the park snatch mm. game. Like, oh, big to, time. To, to make someone interested. Mm. Um, but I was familiar with Jonathan Van Ness. I don't know a lot about... I, I believe, are they non-binary? So, them. So, Utica's doing Bob Ross, who obviously everyone knows the name, but I, if someone had said, who's Bob Ross, I don't think... I think I would have got confused with Bob Hope. No, I know, I know who, I know who Bob Ross is. But this is my, this is my standout moment of the show. I mean, it's not my quote of the show because I just mentioned that before that Tina Burner said. But it's my standout moment of pure ass ridiculousness. The afro. <laughs> 
I mean, it happens like twice. First of all, she says I can't wear an afro, and like, and I, and I understand that. But then, but then they all, but then they all say yes, white people can have afros too. And he's there with an afro. That's his hair. And like, and speaking as somebody who has a bit of an afro myself, it is. Um, I think it's pretty. It's just a stupid thing for you to get to say, and it just it almost feels a bit like virtue signalling. Almost. It's full. I mean, <laughs> it's full blown, it's a, Matt. <laughs> it's actually offensive to white people with afros. I mean, the erasure. And the, that's the thing we just said yeah. and what Rue said, said, which is <laughs> you shouldn't need reminding that white people have afros when the person that you've chosen to do and the reason we're having this fucking conversation right now is because they have an afro. It's a white person with an afro. Are you suggesting that Bob Ross's hair was put on and he, he was doing cultural appropriation like yeah back in the day i mean come on and then the funniest moment of all which i don't even think like i think it's underestimated how funny it was was when <laughs> utica said to rupaul um well it has to be accurate and rupaul looked at him <laughs> and was just like so we're going with the squirrel wig then and it's like what <laughs> it's it's like it's there are so many levels of um bizarre in this in this whole like it, you know exchange it's like it's like she Utica says that she can't do an afro and then she, and then she says like with all seriousness with the, that serious long face like you know oh, oh <laughs> but it has to be accurate like what? She does have a long face. She should have done sea biscuit. It's just—it's so—it's an existential moment, and I think like, I felt like I fell in fell into like some other realm while I was watching it. Well, this is the issue. It's just like people wanting to be politically correct and not wanting to say anything offensive. Obviously, there's a good intention behind that, mm. and like, and that's fair enough. But when the per- the group that you're worried about offending, when someone like RuPaul, who's been around a long time and knows how the game works, is literally to your face telling you that's not offensive and you still are too scared to do it, then that really shows that how far mm. this has gone, that you're, you're actually mm. almost being offensive in the fact you're not listening to people. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and being offen- it's almost being offensive by saying that she's like denying Ru's of, like, ability to be offended. Do you know what I mean? It's just like, well, actually, I you, I know you say you won't be offended, but I I think I know better and you will be, so therefore I'm not going to do it. Do you know what I mean? Um, I mean, maybe you took as a point in terms of how crazy the world is. Because as I mentioned before, there are people who are offended by Raven's tan that we'll see a bit later on. And like <laughs> whether it's like culturally appropriating black people. And it's like, well, I mean, the world is mad. So maybe sometimes you have to be extra careful. But in, in this instance, I just think... It was such a fucking stupid decision, and it was so. I mean, I guess she brought the wig, so I guess she wasn't going to change her mind. But I do like the fact that they um, they brought it up more than once. They left it. I mean, because you know, with as we've talked about before, production wise, they filmed so much, and they left in the fact that she says that she doesn't want to wear it, and then they bring it up again when Rue comes round. So I think that the fact that they left both those things in says something. And ironically, the squirrel wig was nuts and a huge <laughs> bad decision. Um, Unlike Gottmik, her choice, which was Paris Hilton. And I have to admit off the bat, I don't know if you remember Sam, because it was so long ago. I told you I'd accidentally seen a spoiler for this episode because um. I was on Reddit and had gone into the, the dark the dark place. The <laughs> the dark, world, into the dark web. Is, there's, <laughs> there's a, God, not that. There's, there's a spoiler thread that I stay out of. You were buying drugs and kids by the time you'd even finished the session. <laughs> I know. <laughs> to, be, to be clear, though, I wasn't. Um, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> but I did see in that thread, someone said, Paris um, got Mick wins this episode. Rosé comes a close second and oh, no. Denali's in the bottom. Oh. So Denali wasn't in the bottom. Yeah, exactly. Spoilers so that was, so that was wrong. Not always yeah, right. No, yeah, wrong. But, but I did have a few... And then because I saw the preview from last week and got me it looked like Paris, I thought, oh, yeah, I think the spoiler I read was right. But um, do you have any particular thoughts on Paris Hilton Ms. Paris Hilton uh I do like the um the the sort of the new I like obviously Gottmik does reference like the new Paris's new voice or rather old voice and um yeah. I, I watched some of the documentary that she did and like and she just oh my god her real voice is so much more palatable than her fake voice so I don't know whether she was whether she literally did that the whole time or whether this is just sort of big charade I mean I don't know but like when it comes to voices and accents I feel like um I feel like that she was doing, Gottmik was doing an accent that she already has and knows how to use, which is exactly what Rosé was doing. Like, as in, like, she knows how to do a good Scottish accent, so she therefore implemented that into her Snatch game. So both both of them get points for, um, you know, authenticity, but also, you know, they get they lose a couple of points for um, lack of imagination. Yeah, although Rosé won't get any points for doing Mary Queen of Scots by Candy, because Candy doesn't know who that is. But do you oh, think God. that is bad? Because bear in mind, like, obviously we are English, British, so we're very likely to know, but do we know necessarily the royal lineage of every other country no but Maybe? i would but Do i would I? think but i would think that it's pretty sh- shocking that Kanye doesn't know the difference between scotland and ireland i mean that's ridiculous oh yeah well i mean it, it sounds it to us but then i i know like people from this country who get like new zealand and australia mixed up and like to australian yeah, but or they, new zealand that yeah, would be crazy yeah okay okay yeah but that is um i mean accent wise you would only, you'd have to listen to it You'd, I mean, like I would be able to tell the difference, and so would you. But like, I, I think the difference, the difference also culturally between Scotland and Ireland are quite. I think it's it's a bigger gap than I think it is with Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I agree with you in terms of um, with Rose in particular. Like, don't get me wrong. So this isn't just the accent. This is kind of choosing a character, Mary Queen of Scots, who you're not going to be doing an impersonation. She's doing, obviously using the accent that's in her wheelhouse. Mm, But we don't know what Mary Queen of Scots sounded like. We don't know Mm. her little tics. We don't know. So you're not impersonating her. You've created a character that represents her. And there's nothing wrong with that. But personally, in Snatch Game, I'm a lot more impressed when someone manages to be funny with also an accurate impression. Like what Got Mick did. Well, exactly. That is the thing. Like, it was more like a horrible history sort of performance as opposed to a snatch game impression. It wasn't an impression because there's nothing for you to base it on, other than you know you've you've got your you've got your Scottish accent, and you've just done someone from the. I mean, like you could have done um, William Wallace, and it would have been the same effect. Yeah, and that's the thing because Rose is funny and can do accents. So I don't think mm. she needed to. Like it, it worked well, obviously, but like I re I and she can do a accent. <laughs> a accent. Well, she did that gnome in like week two. That was good. I think like. <laughs> I, I would have liked to have seen her because we all know what gnome we all know what gnomes sound like in real life after all gnomey smalls um <laughs> we um i have always wanted someone to do robin williams but do oh, mr yeah. doubtfire for the whole thing she could have used her soft scottish accent and it's drag and it's 
And it's an impersonation. So they could just do Mrs. Doubtfire, not Robin Williams as Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah. just the character of Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm a hip hop granny, hip hop beat <laughs> till you drop. That kind of thing. I mean, I can't do it. But the thing um, is, somebody somebody would probably do it terribly, like um, like Elliot with two T does, and just and just say like the same thing over and over again, like to to no avail. It would have worked so well for Rosie though, because she um, looks mm. quite manly in drag, which obviously yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire looks really manly. I just <laughs> think that would have been better. I mean, she was obviously good, but I think Rosie, with all her skills, could have been the winner this week. But I feel like it, the choice to do someone that's not an impression. Yeah, yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire would have been a perfect choice. Where were you? I hope you've sent her an email. <laughs> oh, I've already sent her the death threats. Don't worry. Um... <laughs> I was like, I actually forgot to tell you to do this, but you still should have done it anyway. You should have known and you should have paid me for it. Um, so, <laughs> Sam, I think you're going to have a lot to say about this because we talked a little bit about it. But like, Elliot with two T's is doing Rue McClanahan. And I remember at the beginning of lockdown, which now feels like years ago, but we um, we both were very almost saved by the fact they started airing Golden Girls on Channel 5. Mm. And you were living for it. What? I was living I was living for it. I just thought it was so... Um, I mean, I've seen all of it before. I used to watch it when I was a child with my with my family. And um, so when they, when they, you know, brought it back... I really, actually, do you know what annoyed me the other day? Somebody was like, oh, my God, Golden Girls is coming on Star on Disney+. Plus." I was like, uh, it was like they're going to save the day when it comes to the lockdown. I was like, yeah, wake up. <laughs> this time last year, it would just come on Channel 5. So they can't save the day t- twice in a year. Anyway, I thought it was... Was um <laughs> I just I just I love I loved it and and the thing is I like what Elliot with two T says about how um you know her boyfriend you know loves it and they watch it before they go to bed I get that we all watch we all watch stuff with our partner or on our own before we go to bed and I get that but um porn it was yeah. just <laughs> no I've never watched porn with my boyfriend ever just just <laughs> the Golden Girls <laughs> <laughs> to me Golden Girls is porn. <laughs> no, I just, I just think there was like the, I mean, like the, the warnings were there from Rue. Like you know, I've seen every episode twenty five times. It's like, um, it's like, like being, I don't know, Rachel from Friends and just going, oh, whoa, wait, no, that's Joey, that's Joey from Blossom. <laughs> um, I just <laughs> Rachel doesn't share food, <laughs> but it's just like, but it's just like, it's just like it's, it's actually like a deeper character than what you're doing, and plus you're playing Rue McLannan, you're not playing Blanche Devereaux, so I mean, it was it was just so badly thought out, and I just think that Elliot with two T's has a bit more talent than than that shambles. Yeah, it's so stupid. You have to know your own strengths. And it's Mm -hmm. like, it's a huge risk. Like if Alaska, I think Alaska almost did do not... Blanche, but um, Dorothy, she was going to do that before she chose Mae West in All Stars 2. And like if Alaska, she would have had the same conversation with Rue. Rue would say, I love Golden Girls. I love this show. So if you mess it up, you're fucked. And Alaska knows she's a great actress, knows she's great at Snatch Game, knows she loves the character. So someone like that can step up to the plate and take on that massive challenge. Mm. However, Elliot Watutis must be aware that improv is not her strongest suit. She's not the best at this. So why pick such a tall order for yourself mm. like she's quite funny if she'd picked someone a bit more easy she might have not been in the bottom two. 
Oh my god! And there were so many, so many things. Like, I mean, like she's got that little sort of like you know pixie face. She could have done anything. It was just so. I mean, to, just to pick something that you know you might have thought like it just feels like it was like a last minute decision. Like her and her boyfriend are sat there watching Golden Girls for the fifth time in bed and just thought, oh, I'll just do that. You know, it was just it just was really badly thought out. Well, as Michelle Visage pointed out on Watch Your Packing, I don't know if you've heard of that. It's a YouTube <laughs> show where she interviews um, them after they've been eliminated. But she said that Elliot with two T's looks a lot like Jesse J, which I hadn't noticed. But once she pointed it out, it was very noticeable. So that would, could have been a good choice. For yeah, her. so it would just be an obnoxious cunt. <laughs> exactly, to <so> be herself. <laughs> Um, but Rue says, I wanted to give you a chance to talk about this, Sam, because Rue says he's watched every episode of Golden Girls 25 times. And I was going to ask which show is like that for you, but I know the answer, and there's a bit of news about that show. So do you want to <laughs> let rip on is... your excitement? Yeah, it's... Not it's, actually it's, let rip. It's for... <laughs> No, don't, because we'll get told off by our <laughs> listeners. Like, we got told off by our listener this week about, about um, you know, anal explosions. <laughs> uh, well, that was talking about it, not doing it. I would edit it out if one actually <laughs> fell out. <laughs> um, no, so uh, the show that I know back to front, and I would actually do it as my mastermind um, subject, is Frasier. So, um, so, it so it's great It's great news that um, Frasier's coming back. Obviously not with John Mahoney, but... Um, I'm just so I'm so excited by it, and I just think you know, and I do you know I went I, I went on to Wikipedia to look up all the ages of the people who all the actors doing it, and I was I was satisfied that none of them were so old that it would be would, that it would be terrible, other than you know Fraser, and he's actually um you know he's pretty sprightly, so I think um I, oh he I, looks good yeah, and I, I have, saw um, him in a West End show uh, before lockdown, and he was very good yeah oh well brilliant well I I you know I'm I'm Don Quixote. Donkey, <laughs> isn't that one that, of your? That's not the same as the show. <laughs> that's one of your grinder shags. <laughs> <laughs> donkey ho, donkey, donkey hoodie. Hashtag come like it. <laughs> do you know what I'm interested in? You might already know this, but um, do you remember back in the day, uh, Kelsey Grammer used to be the highest paid actor on TV for quite yeah, a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, he was getting fresh... a couple of mil for each episode. I know. So imagine what he's going to get now, because, I mean, this is going to be come back even bigger and better than ever. And now TV is even huger now. I don't think it will be anything like as much. I think because he wants to do it as much as Paramount Plus want him to do it, I think... Um... I think they would go for a normal amount. I think they'll all come back for it. Um, again, it has to be down to the writing. Um, and I know how Rue says that he's seen each episode 25 times. I think that might be an exaggeration, but I would I would say I've seen most of the Fraser episodes at least five or six times because I have like I have I have the whole lot on my um on my Sky Q account and um and I watch them while I'm cooking. I have them in the background while I'm doing stuff. Like cooking mess. All the cook- while I'm cooking up my bags of brown. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just always have them on. I always have them on in the background. And I know, like, I know, like, the best lines of bags of brown. No, I have no the best lines. And I just think, <laughs> and I, like, it's just, it's, it's tricky to be able to recreate magic. And um, I'm, I'm hoping that with, because, uh, I mean, oh, my God, Fra- Kelsey Grammer said the most beautiful thing. I was reading about it. Um, that he doesn't have a father 
Um, and I don't know if you've read anything to do with Kelsey Grammer. His dad was murdered when he was younger. and um, I did know that. Yeah. It's very shocking. And um, I think one of his brothers was murdered as well. Like, he's had a really horrible family life. Yeah. And um, in fact, my sister... Oh, my God. So my sister has weirdly... Just, I'm just literally veering off into the sunset here. My sister's been watching... Um, <laughs> um, the uh, Housewives of Beverly Hills and Frasier is in the first, uh, so not Frasier, Kelsey Grammer's in the first series. His wife is one of the cast, yeah. Yeah, because his bonkers wife is one of the cast and he's in it and he looks super awkward. And it's, it's all just it's all just really weird and it's very difficult to, um, because he's played the character for 30 years odd, it's very difficult to separate the two. Um, so... I think that um, he said, oh yeah, so this is what I was saying he, that he said that was really sweet, that, that John Mahoney was like, was his like real dad and he thinks of him as his real dad or thought of him rather. And the same with David Hyde Pierce who plays his brother because he never had a brother so he thinks of him as his actual brother. And I thought that's so fucking sweet. Think of him like his sister more like. <laughs> He's gay. He's Am not- I right? No, you're not right. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> I actually watched Frasier this morning and it actually ended up uh, by chance being one of my favourite episodes. Which, which one? They're all in the cabin. They're all in a wooden cabin and they're all like misunderstanding and oh my God. around in different bedrooms. Well, this is something that I, um, I've i written about and I'm going to write about further is that um, it is, it's a really, really gay show. I mean, the showrunner was gay. Um, it is. And, yeah, um, camp. And, and also, yeah, yes, camp, but also um, the way they portray homosexuality is that, is that it's a... Um, something to achieve like as in like they both like both of them because they're well-dressed because they're well-spoken because they're educated and stuff like people assume that they're gay etc and that so the, so therefore like being gay isn't a bad thing and remember this is in you know the 90s and stuff and then every time they have a gay character the gay character the joke isn't that they're gay it's that you know they're really good looking or they're you know they're this they're that like like it's all always it's done like really um like positively and I, I just I just love it it's sophisticated humour and mm. I can't wait for it to be back and maybe we'll recap it actually on this show I don't Hell think we'll yeah. be enough of our <laughs> listeners who actually watch it but we'll do it just for ourselves and not put it out <laughs> isn't that just a what, conversation what you... <laughs> oh yeah that's what we used to call it a conversation yeah <laughs> We will talk about it and not put it on the podcast. What should you call? Oh, what is the word? We'll talk about it one on one on the. We'll talk about it one on one on the phone. We won't record it, but oh, what is that? Fuck! If you don't record it, what's the point? I don't get it. Like, is it even? So can... Is it even happening if we don't record it? That's one of my favorite quotes from. Um, Truth or Dare by Madonna. You know the film. It was yeah. called In Bed with Madonna. Here, mm. the documentary Warren Beatty. Someone said to Madonna, do you want to talk about this off camera? And Warren Beatty, who was dating her at the time, just chipped in. She doesn't even want to live off camera. (laughs) Burner! (laughs) What a legend. What did you think of, speaking of legends, Simone doing Harriet Tubman? Uh, (laughs) So I loved Simone this week. I thought um, it was so, it was so, it was like a dichotomy with um, you've got Utica saying that she can't, she doesn't feel like she can wear an afro, which was obviously ridiculous. And then you've got Simone thinking, and then and Ren Rue saying, do you think Harriet Tubman might be an insult? I do, I, do you know who Harriet Tubman is or, or have you looked her up or anything like that? Oh, put me on the spot. I know who Harriet Tubman is. <laughs> She's an important figure in black history, but I must admit I um, think of Rosa Parks well, and I'm thinking of the bus. I'm sorry for my ignorance. She was a slave. Sorry. She was a slave, and she saved. It was. It was sort of like a. Um, 
a Schindler's List sort of scenario. She saves a lot of um, a lot of slaves, like and using oh, the, I did you're like sneaking yeah. them out using this underground railroad. So I mean, I mean, so like it is obviously it's a very important um, person in history, especially in um, American history. And um, so I can understand why we like again, like again, it's so ridiculous to think of the think of Utica doing that Afro that Afro person with this in the same in the same statement. But um, I think that she there's comedy to be had from everyone, and I think that she did. Um, I mean, like I just said, Schindler's List. I mean, what if somebody did Oscar Schindler? I've got the gun. I've got the guns. The jewels out. <laughs> I'm doing Oscar Schindler. I mean, like, you, uh, like you've just got. To... So I think I think that Simone judges it really well, and then you then look at what she does for the runway, and there's like a, it's almost like a retribution sort of thing. Well, you know, Trixie um, auditioned, and this audition is online if anyone wants to see it. Trixie Mattel auditioned for season seven with Anne Frank as her snatch game character, <laughs> with a really funny audition. But I think there's a lot to be said about like basically if you are part of the group like Simone is obviously black, Yeah. Um, then you have a bit more carte blanche. Am I saying that right? Carte blanche? Carte blanche. To, um, Ca- carte blanche Devereaux. No. <laughs> 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 we both went in a different direction. Um, whereas obviously, if I think you'd have to be Jewish to do uh, Schindler and some, yeah. but if you're, do, if you're doing a group that's not yours, you have to be extra, extra careful. But, Mm. Don't mean that doesn't mean putting squirrels on your head, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I know um, there's, a, there's a limit to how far you need to go the other way. <laughs> the woodland isn't that far. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of afros, what do we think of Tina doing Richard Simmons, another white person with an afro? <laughs> I know. So the evidence is there. The evidence is in the same show as you. Well, again, I'm still hurting from the fact that I wanted it to be Jennifer Coolidge, but um, I mean, I've seen this character before that's so many times like parodied. I've seen him in real life on videos are like like oh and then he just like you know during the thing just like the whole you know the leg thing that fucking someone did with Louis Spence last week I mean uh, just a bit tired well bear in mind we're talking right now about the choices we're going to get to the actual snatch of the game oh sorry the choices um no again I think Tina Burner is actually quite a talented performer and I think that she could have she could have chosen I mean like she could have chosen somebody so much better like you know like even Ronald McDonald would have worked. <laughs> At least you got the clothes yeah. for it. <laughs> or like Judy Garland, or like I can imagine yeah. her being good at someone old and classic, which is a really good thing to do on Snatch Game if you are funny and good at impersonations. Like and it's some, something that Sherry Pie would have done. <laughs> yeah, well they are interchangeable. Um, my probably my least favorite choice though, because I I at least admire people if they do. Uh, take a risk and it doesn't pay off but olivia choosing tabitha brown who i hadn't Mm. heard of but clearly she did that i think knowing she wasn't gonna excel but trying to fly under the radar which annoyingly worked but i hate when people choose these shit non-funny people and it's Mm. like because the choice is so boring you think that you're gonna not bomb as hard and i just think it's like a scared, fearful, like pathetic choice. Again, it's like the robot, though. I think, like, if she'd have if she'd have managed to do it well, um, then you know, then then it then it could have been really funny, and she could have and she could have you know won. As I say, like you know, it isn't about the character; it's about how you use it as a as a springboard to be funny off of and it's so it wasn't the character that the character could have been anyone and it didn't and it was obviously somebody that people know about even if vaguely but it was just it was just the performance wasn't good enough so i just i was just disappointed again that it was just not somebody that 
you know, you could, because I love it with Snatch Game where somebody does someone and you're just like, who was it that didn't do Cindy Lauper, for example? That, that annoyed me. <laughs> oh, that annoyed me too. That was because um, they did a good impression and Rue, was it in All Stars 5? <laughs> Rue shut it down. Yeah, maybe I think it was All Stars 5, yeah. Oh, I can't remember who it was now, but mm. yeah, it was good. Rue, Rue's advice is always awful. <laughs> always so the worst. Please don't listen. <laughs> So let's get into the actual snatch game. What did you think of it overall? Um, yeah, disappointing. This was, which is, I mean, the only reason I give it, I, I think I would give it a six for the whole episode if it was just on the snatch game, but I give it a seven because yeah. of, of stuff around it, you know. Yeah, um, I thought. Well, it's like it was. The thing that annoyed me the most is I think more time was spent with the people doing not well than the people who were doing well. And it's like, this is meant to be funny. Yes, we mm. have to see for narrative purposes people flopping. But like, I just felt like it was a bit unbalanced. I thought the funniest was Raven. She's like, I never win here, so I'm not feeling lucky. <laughs> she's mocking the fact that she's come twice second in Drag Race history. Yeah. And we had Porkchop as well, who, as you know, I'm always campaigning to get on All Stars. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. But overall, I think, I mean, Gottmik was, to me, undeniably the best. But even hers, I don't think we're going to be quoting anything she said for years to come. It no, was like, I mean, like, I mean, if you look at this compared to maybe Jujubee's um, Eartha Kit, like, I mean, that was fucking brilliant. And that was, <sighs> and that was. I mean, I remember you saying at the time you didn't think it was funny as, as everybody said it was. But I mean, you look at that compared to this Snatch Game and it's a different level, isn't it? And people are still quoting Jujubee's Snatch Game, which didn't even win, exactly. by the way, but they're still quoting it now. And that's the yeah. sign of a good Snatch Game. I thought the um, the cleverest and funniest thing Gottmik did was the opening, which is when she changed her voice, like you said, the voice change. I thought yep. that really almost won her for it on the spot. But then And and brought it and brought it into the now because that's a very recent um you know, thing to happen. Revelation. Yeah. 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 And, and, and the look was amazing. I mean, I don't know if her face just looks a bit like Paris anyway, or her being a talented makeup artist, but she really nailed that. Yeah. Yeah. But also, yeah, but she does, as, as we learn later on, she's painted Paris's face on many occasions. So she clearly knows what she's doing. So she just painted she her own. She knows that mug. So she just, exactly. She knows that mug. And so she just painted her face to look like what, but also, but also it makes me think, is that, um, you know, a lot of the time with these queens, like with the amazing makeup that they do, is that you can really transform into anyone. Have you seen any of those, like, um, those Instagram videos where um, there was there's one I have to show you, actually, where somebody becomes Madonna and she's just like a normal looking girl. And it's just simply through the makeup that they look like another person. So I think, like, you know, because, because Scott Mick is such a talented makeup artist, like it just, you know it's a transformation like because you can make your nose look different your cheekbones like you can change the whole face just with like you know contouring and stuff and i think that's exactly what she does yeah and it is amazing mm. um candy was doing an amazing impression um of candy <laughs> <laughs> and she did a great impression of herself so i'm just watching this like oh rupaul saved you for this is this, this, is this you having a fire lit and under your ass tasmanian devil bitch like it was to be honest, this might be controversial, and I understand why this didn't happen. But part of me once would rather see someone like Candy in the bottom for this, because I'm just mm. like, this mm. was no effort whatsoever. I'd rather mm. someone took a risk and it bombed than just literally sitting in a pink turban being yourself, because that mm. is so lazy, yeah. Yeah. Like, so 
forgettable like oh look i'm like yeah like and basically making fat jokes about yourself like mm, i want a pork chop and uh, where's my dinner blah 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 i mean it's so lazy and cheap it is oh the silky one for that like a few seasons <laughs> ago so, but at least she, at least she was funny mm. but to me i mean i don't know who your worst was because it's hard because there's a lot of different ki- t- types of shit in this snatch game yep. but olivia for me was the most uncomfortable to watch because i just thought she could barely get the sentences out she was stopping and mm. stuttering and i just found it really shit and just making and just like i think because she's this is what this is what I mean because she said that she did really well in the I mean Rue calls it in the fucking workroom and like even though we say she has terrible advice which she gave Tina Burner but like she had good advice for Yusuke and good advice for um, Olivia saying like you know you can't rely on the fact that you did really well in the um, in the improv challenge because this wasn't this wasn't the case with this, and I think I think you know and I you didn't speak in the last one. Yeah, exactly. So, it was more. It was more you. to do with reaction, and uh, and this isn't and this wasn't this wasn't that, and you know you need a stronger character in order to you know flourish. I think, and she just didn't. No, uh, unlike Tanali, who I thought was great. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm glad she... I don't even know the ca- I don't even know the character, and she was so funny. I know that, honey, like if anything's quoted from the Snatch Game, I think it'll be the way she said, honey, which obviously is how we are used to Stacey Lane Matthews saying it, but clearly <laughs> Jonathan Van Ness says it as well, po- possibly because of Stacey Lane Matthews. God, there's a lot of double barrels there. Uh, so, so many double barrels. Like, yeah, hers was the one that probably came closest to making me laugh. Yeah. Not that I laughed at all, apart from I think I laughed at Gottmik's opening voice change thing. I laughed at, um, I laughed at, um, Harriet Tubman Rosie. a little bit. The first, the first bit of Harriet Tubman, I thought that that was really funny. Yeah, I thought Simone was just kind of, again, it's not an impression. So she's just kind of leaning into like a ghetto-y type voice. And it was kind of funny, but I just thought that there wasn't a lot of mm. wit to it. No, you're right. Well, you're right. Well, so, I mean, like, this is the thing with Snatch Games. Obviously, it comes from Match Game. That's where it comes yeah. from, which is obviously... Which a, we call it Blankety Blank. Blankety, uh, or Celebrity Squares or something like that. And um, and I think that uh, yeah, so it obviously has to be a celebrity. And like, and when you're going for like you said about Mary Queen of Scots, when you're going for someone that we've never actually even seen speak or do anything, it's not really yeah. it's not really a snatch or a match, is it? Well, uh, I wonder what you think about this because Alaska um, on a rival podcast, the name of which I shall not mention, she was saying um, this week that she can't believe no one's ever done the Queen, our Queen. A snatch game and for some reason it never actually occurred to me do you think that would be a recipe for disaster or could that be quite funny because that's like history but also present because we do know what she sounds like no it could be super funny it could be because and also and after watching the crown people could do her at any age so i think it would be yeah do you know what i mean it could be like you know i'm 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 the queen as a young person or like, hello, welcome to our show. You know, any, <laughs> any anything. And, um, you know, you could be just like, that dirty Megan's a horrible, horrible bitch. I don't know. But like, there's so, there's so, there's so much you could do for the queen. So I think I'm surprised that nobody's done it on a UK drag race, actually. I wonder if it's scary because it's like, oh, if you mess that up again, it's a bit like Trixie doing RuPaul or something. It's like, if you're going to do that, it has to be amazing. Mm. Otherwise, it's going to be a shit show. It's been mass anus horribilis. <laughs> oh, we know all about an anus horribilis, don't we? <laughs> I've got one. In fact, I've got two. In fact, I've got Mick. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Speaking of horrible, uh, Utica, let's talk about her, Bob Ross. Oh, it was just so... 
was just beyond creepy. I mean, this is the problem with this is the problem with you. This is the problem with Utica. Is like you know, Utica like she is, is kind of creepy anyway. But doing a kind of creepy character is like double double pen. What but double pen creepy? And uh, we've all been there, mainly at school. But um, I just think it's... mainly at school. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm speaking. Out, I'm speaking out of turn. Yes, uh, I just, I just, I just think it was just so odd and i understand what utica says before like i mean i mean god she should have done like kate bush or like um or someone yes. you know someone super weird and spooky and been like it's me i'm utica or something it just would have like this was just such an odd choice and then you she already screwed herself up. if you don't want to wear an afro don't do someone with an afro you've got the fucking time to decide so don't do it like it just it was just oh it was just a such a, a major fuck up and then like and then like i just felt like you know how um in when it's like a desperation lip sync when people pull off their own wigs or pull off their own clothes i felt like this was like a snatch game version of that where she's like i'll eat the paint oh that's bonk that's <laughs> that's bonkers i'll eat it and then i'll, I'll put the paint on my face ah! like clutching at straws it was just such a shambles it was like i mean i'm pretty i'm pretty sure that paint is toxic <laughs> it really was I de- well, she should have drank more of it then, because after that snatch game, I don't want to see any more from Utica. I I'm sorry. I, I was warming to her a bit, but... She's toxic. She's toxic and I'm slipping under. <laughs> I, I would have liked to see someone do Britney. That would have been better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we are, I'm pretty sure that isn't there a drag queen that does Britney. I'm, I can't think who they are. <laughs> um, I think it's Bob the drag queen. <laughs> um, That's Whitney, you fool. I, oh, yes, Whitney. I always mix them up. I thought the funniest bit of Snatch Game was actually Simone mixing up Jennifer Lewis and Jennifer Lawrence. And oh, that was, was a mistake. That so was. That was actually cringe. And that was a champ, too. Do you, know, do you know who Jennifer Lewis is? Of course I do. I mean, I knew anyway, but she's been on, she's been a guest judge like twice. And she's well. awesome. And like, I mean, if she'd have, maybe she'd have said Jennifer Hudson, she might have realised who it was, but no, no. And I just, it just reminds, it's a very Candy Muse sort of thing to not even, that, it's like you don't know culture or maybe she just forgot or something. I don't know. But it was, um, I don't know. And then she fucked up because she thought it was a white person. And then she fucked up that joke. And it was just like, oh, oh God, move on, move on. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people thought Simone should have maybe been in the top this week. And I think that alone cost her the top spot. Big she time. She really messed up that joke. Yeah. It probably would have been her funniest joke if she'd nailed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did also like the fact that Porkchop won. Usually no one wins Snatch Game, but Porkchop won just so Raven could lose again, which yeah. they love to gags, milk gags. that joke. The biggest gag for me was back in the workroom, um, Olivia and Utica are both completely <laughs> oblivious to how shit they were. And they're arguing like, Olivia's like, yeah, Utica was shit. Utica's like, yeah, Olivia was shit. I'm like, people in glass houses, Henny, do not throw stones. I know they were. They, they had a big bag of stones that they were chucking around these fucking greenhouses, and a I just brown, a big, a big, a big, a big old brown stones, a brownstone. <laughs> um, and I just think, um, like, what I thought was funny was that um, 
in the confessional that Olivia goes, um, I can't even believe it. She said that uh, that I was really that I was really good when we came off and it was off camera. Like, what do you expect? We all know Utica now. There's, she's so nice. There was no way that she'd have come off and Utica would be like, well, I do think you were terrible. I'm not going to lie. She just said like a nice thing to her off camera. And then I don't like, did she did she know that she was there when she was saying that? Or do you think that was put on? She says Utica is two-faced and Utica, in fairness, does have the length of two faces. But I think yeah, obviously <laughs> she's long face, not two face. Her faces, her fa- her faces are like north and south on the same face. <laughs> but I loved the um, <clears throat> Utica saying the banana saved you. I'm like nothing saved that, and nothing saved you. Banana paint squirrels. No, it was all a fucking shit show. No, you should be holding each other's hand, praying, not like <laughs> having a dig at each other. I know. <laughs> I think Utica's still annoyed. You know, do you remember in the previous improv challenge Mm. how Olivia took the role Utica wanted and won? Oh yeah, and because she's and because Utica is so nice, she's like been holding it down like in a big ball of revenge, like like in her um in her stomach, just like like boiling away, going like I know what you did to me, uh. and I just think uh, yes, that oh my god, that's a good that's a good point because I think as well like it's like there's a a couple of things that Utica says this week that are sort of I mean you think they're out of character because you think you know them, but perhaps you don't, and I think like she you know she's. She's kind of mean a few times, and uh, I don't know. I don't know. I've like oh, she. Bitch. She went down. She went down a peg for me this week. Let me tell you, I've always said this when I used to work in offices, and there's <laughs> always someone in an office who's like really nice to everyone. How are you? How was your day? How's... I'm like, if uh... this place ever gets shot up and someone comes in and shoots everyone, it's gonna be that guy. It's not gonna be me who's running around bitching and being a twat. It'll be the one. Snake. It's the Uticas of this world Snake. who like hold it in and yeah. have that twitch, and then suddenly, next thing you know, mass murder. Well, that's the thing. That's but that's what gives you cancer, like pushing that pushing. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Sam. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> no, but it's like pushing pushing down your resentment, like down, push it down, 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 or like, you know, like, you know, not saying your feelings down, or not. Down, down, not down, 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 down,
<laughs> so I give Rue a shit. <laughs> no, I give Rue a hit. I loved it. I'm very into. I don't know if you saw something that I posted the other day. I was out. I was out on a wintry Pitch, scene. I don't follow you. By I was out on a wintry scene by the lake, and I took this beautiful picture because the sky was pink, and no, sorry, the clouds were pink, and the sky was blue. I'm very into my pinks and blues at the moment. That's why I love <laughs> this. I love this pink and blue ensemble. I thought it was beautiful. So fuck you. <laughs> Sam, I love uh, blue and pink as well. I thought this was blue and white. Was it blue and pink? No, it's blue and pink. Ugh. Oh, maybe I do like maybe, it. Maybe you should have put your colourblind glasses on, babes. No disrespect to anyone who's got colourblindness. <laughs> no disrespect to Darius Tanesh, but colourblind, that is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but for anyone not in the UK, that was a random pop throwback. Although although he did get married to Natasha Hensrich, who's very much American. Wait, although she might be Scandinavian. <laughs> who's she? Is she a tennis player? No, she was the woman from Species. I don't know what that is. God, I feel like Candy is Muse. She, as, as I know, Jesus, it's a sci-fi film. It's a mass, It was a massive film in the 90s. She's like, plays Bitch, a crazy... I don't do sci-fi. Although, I bet you'll love this yeah. film. Un, un, <laughs> other than in the bedroom. You do plenty of sci-fi there, but <laughs> So, me and uh, Lewis watched the other day um, Event Horizon. Did you ever watch that back? Oh, my God! It Isn't is amazing. amazing. It's amazing. Did you not... Sh- did you sh- fucking shit yourself? Because it's so... I saw that. I mean, I'm not going to... I'm not going to show me age, but I am showing it by telling you this. I saw that at the cinema when I was... Um, I must have been about... I was still at school, so I was like maybe 17, 18. And we went to a midnight showing in um, Hatfield. And it was so fucking scary. Like, you know, when oh he goes... Oh my God, when that he, is some when, scary when shit. He goes, when he goes, let me show you hell and pulls his own eyes out. No thanks. <laughs> I hope, for me, the creepiest bit is when they, they have the guy speaking Latin and it goes, no, it wasn't save me, it was save yourselves. Oh, Oh, it just sends shivers up my spine. Oh, it just sends shivers up my... I've got goose pimples on my arms, thanks to you. Well, I've got now TV this week and it's on there, so if you want to rewatch, there it is. Um, no, I've seen it enough times, I don't want to see it again, thanks. Although apparently they're doing a TV... They're doing a, um, a series of it. I heard that, but it wasn't even a hit... It wasn't even a hit when it came out. It's become a cult classic, mm, so... Definitely. I don't know... Another thing I don't want to see again is Olivia in her outfit. <laughs> oh, I haven't said the category. It's Fascinator. Uh, so they're wearing Fascinators. Um, and I hated her mad scientist get up. Whatever it was. Can I say what I, can I, say what I thought? Are you going to say hit? Yes. Well, you're missing an S. Cause it's I, lo- shit. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. It was very Olivia hasn't done this before. I, I'm I'm quite into my science, as I just said, my science fiction. I liked the whole outfit. I love and I love stuff. I mean, have you ever worked with Mercury? It's very difficult to work with, and um, I thought it was really good. It's very difficult to work with Mercury. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, it's it's a poisonous um, liquid metal. So I know what it is. But <laughs> when have you worked with it? When I did, what, you used to I shift did... with it at the newspapers. <laughs> No, you, I did. I did. I did biology A level, which had elements of um, physics you? in it. Yeah, Jesus. I know. There's, there's so much freakish stuff I did. Like, I thought you'd be like me: sociology, <laughs> media studies. Like, no, the, the... I did. I did A level uh, biology, A level French, A level English literature, and A level um, pottery, ceramics. Pottery. <laughs> Sorry. Um, what did you? You fucking laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> you saw Ghost and then you signed up, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. Think of Rosé 
Rosé, and I'm giving that a five, four, three, two, one. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Oh, yay. We both did the same thing. We so, both yeah, did a I shit mean, at I the agree... same time. <laughs> <laughs> Not for the first time. I agree with what Michelle said, that um, this works better than a lot of her previous ruffles, but still better doesn't mean good. Like, I'm just, just stop wearing them. It's annoying. And we've seen a big flower on someone's head so many times in Drag Race. It does make her face look smaller because she has got a masculine jaw, but I still find it just just please wear something tight and mm, different. I know. So my favourite of the week, which may be controversial, was Utica and her picnic basket. Picnic basket. Picnic. I'm giving it a hit as well. Hit. Uh, I mean, the mugging was annoying again. I wish you would be mugged. Uh, no, that's not true. <laughs> um, I've been mugged. But. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I know it's true. Sorry. It, 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 was, it was your... De- We've lost it today. <laughs> it was your delivery of that. Um, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I just... It was just like, you know... The, you know, the mugging. Like, and I just thought... I just thought that was annoying, but I thought, I thought... Yeah, it's the, Tina the, the Gurney. It was Tina Gurner. I thought, but I thought the outfit was a hit for me. Loved. Yeah. I agree. Although I have to, the best probably would have to be Simone just for the message, as well as she also looked amazing. Yeah. But this white, like, angelic look, and then the reveal of the bullet holes in the back. Black Lives Movement. Bullet holes. I mean, if we were probably, so on Fashion Photo Review, the YouTube series that Raven and Raj should do, they rate the runway, they do two or boot, and then if it's really good, it's a shoot. So I think we need to figure out what our version of a shoot is, but I can't think of what else rhymes. But So we've got we've got shit, hit, and squits. <laughs> well, is squits bad? Is squits, like, really, really bad? More Worse than shit? Yeah, squits is like, you've, you know, you're not having a shit, you've got the squits. Sorry, Dan. But we, <laughs> but we, we want something better than hit, so like... Um, oh, it's the tits. Or tits, or how about lit? That's what the kids say, isn't it? Ooh, lit, that's good, lit. Thank you. So I think Simone might get our first ever lit for me. Maybe. Yes, I mean, it is lit. I mean, it is... I love the... Um, the shaping of it like it wasn't just playing yeah, it wasn't silhouette. just it wasn't just playing up and down i love that and i i mean that the the um the fascinator was brilliant the message was amazing i mean it is very obviously right now to do that and it's really important and i think um i'm glad she did it well like cuz i think cuz you'd have had to have reference it even if she'd done it sh- badly do you know what I mean? Like if it was like I just want to yeah. say, I just want to say, Black Lives Matter, and like come out in a in like a black bin bag, then um, you know you'd have still have to say you know great messaging, but not very well delivered. But this was beautiful on both fronts. Well, and the message that's strong as well is not just the obvious Black Lives Matter movement, but it's the fact that it is a movement because a lot of mm. people are going to refer to last year as like the intensity of what happened, mm. as if it was like. A period in time and it's not this is an ongoing thing this is not gonna be over and also and also it's like stops happening yeah and also black lives matter isn't it isn't it like it, it, it never like got a name in 2020 but it certainly had well it, it's been going for years before that as well but yeah that's when it came to exactly for 20 for 20 30 50 100 years before that so it just happened to you know get a name on itself in 2020 so i think yeah I loved it. Lit. 
lit. Although I'm tempted, I, I criticised RuPaul the other week for saying too many things were amazing or the best ever. But I could almost give a lit to Gottmik, but I won't for no, the safety pin. No, we can't because we just gave one lit. We can only give one lit per show, okay? That's the new rules. Yes, um, okay. And, yeah. um, if, that, if anything, it should be like once a season, maybe. Oh my God. Well, no. Well, I want to take that lit back then. <laughs> <laughs> okay we can give more than one but I, the thing is you know when I don't think you watch Strictly do you I don't really like it that much but when they give out too many tens it pisses me off oh no yeah I mean like if they start give, if they start giving if they if they start giving out tens like in the second episode you're like well, there's nowhere for it, this to go so I don't care exactly yeah. so I don't want to give out too many lits it should be for extra special well, things well seeing as, so, we, yeah. seeing as we literally just created it <laughs> now you've already given one out <laughs> Well, yeah, I, because it was so good, it needed a lit. But I won't give it to Gottmik because basically I love Gottmik's because the category is Fascinator and mm. the, the Fascinator itself is amazing. But the rest mm. of the outfit is good. But like... It is a bit, droo- like it is a bit droopy though. It feel, I feel like it's drooping down a bit. Oh, I didn't notice that. Mm. But I just thought it was really cool. Um, and I have to admit, I've been very dubious about Gottmik because I felt like... A, I didn't connect with her personality, and B, mm. I felt like the producers were shoving her down our throats when mm-hmm. she wasn't doing that amazing. Mm. But I have to admit, she has come through, and I might have to start getting on board the Gottmik train soon. I'm on choo board. Choo. I'm on toot I've got, I've got my milk in my mouth, um, as I said earlier, and I'm, you know, I'm 100 percent there. Um, and that milk could have been served to you by Denali because she's a diner girl. She's a diner girl. Um, do you like her look? On skates. I'm giving this a five, four, three, two, one. Shit! <laughs> hit! I knew you were going to say shit. I said hit. <laughs> but I'm, I'm on the fence and I agree with the judges in terms of the outfit wasn't great, but I love the coffee thing and I liked that she was on skates. So I think she just saved it to a I safe think, middle ground. I think the coffee thing was dull. I've seen it before. Um, the outfit was costumey and she does one of, yeah. she does one of the things that I really... That, really sort of freaks me out it's like a pet peeve of mine they do it on um dancing on ice they do it in um well like ice skating all together when they have like a skin color tight that goes over the shoe as well so it's like it's like you've got a sort of a freaky leg shoe combo and uh, it's like is it are they all supposed to be one thing are you a freak? Um, I don't like it. And she does it right now. And I think it's great that she manages to, you know, traverse the whole runway up and down with these skates on. But um, a point off for the freakish um, feet combo and also costumey. And I've seen that fascinated before. Ergo shit. Well, um, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't see shoes, but I, I'm inclined to agree with you. I'll go with shit. What do you think of Elliot with two T's? <laughs> Trashy and tacky. I'm giving it. I'm giving it a. Do you know what? Actually, I've, what I've got in my notes here, right? I've got hit for the fascinator, shit for the look. I've got in my notes. It's pink. It's ugly. It's shit. <laughs> quite, quite to the point there. Oh. Um, I didn't. Did you not? Did you not like? I like the feather. I like the feather blades. No, I um, didn't get the flamingo thing. If that even was what she was trying to do, I'm still confused about that. I thought the makeup was awful. I thought it looked like she had beige, saggy skin hanging off yeah, her leg. Yeah, I yeah. thought I hated everything about this apart from the colour of the pink. But even then, like a colour is mm. applied badly. It's just a waste of a good colour. I yeah. thought it was the worst she's looked. Mm-hmm. I thought it's the worst potentially that anyone's looked. Yeah, honestly, and when you look back, uh, Elliot's looks so far. I mean, she's had some really good looks and this wasn't this definitely. She- she has. This definitely was the this definitely was the worst. I agree with you. I agree with you. 
she's she's very hit and miss, but mm. today she's shit and miss. Um, what <laughs> did she, although she, weirdly after that rant, she's not actually my least favorite on the runway. This too. was my least favorite. <laughs> Tina Burner. Oh, what the fuck was this? It was meant to be a horse, and it's a neigh. Look, it's, it's, it is definitely a neigh. It looked like you had some sort. <laughs> you looked like you had like a broken Cindy horse on her fucking head. It just looked terrible, and the whole, the just the whole look was just a, a hideous mess. And like, and how she wasn't in. Like, if it wasn't for Utica and Elliot being so bad. In the um, snatch game, in the snatch game, she would she would have been in the bottom two, I would say. So stop keeping me in suspense, Sam. Is it a hit or shit? I, <laughs> I just can't tell. It's a hit. <laughs> no, it's a, no, it's a shit. It's a shit, babe. It is. It's fucking horse shit. Is what it is. Let's call it call a spade. It a looks spin. like ho- it, exactly someone that was a big fucking dirty shit horse shit on her head. Awful. I've told you before, haven't I, that I like the smell of manure. Have I said that on the podcast? No, no. Sorry. <laughs> no you Sorry haven't. Sorry talking about it. No, you it haven't. Because I'm from Yorkshire, but I, I find it really comforting and I don't think it smells as bad as other oh, shit. Oh, no, that like, is don't... that is definitely um, due to the fact that, you know, it's from your, it's for, you know, your hometown smells like manure, possibly your house. I mean, you've talked about, you know, shits being in your house, you know, your brother's. So I think I think very much I think very much you you're you're of a fecal demeanour and I understand that so um, I think oh charming <laughs> <laughs> no but I know what you mean like the sm- the smell of manure is like a countryside smell isn't it yeah I just think it's not got that harshness that cat shit and even human shit can have so. oh let me tell you so like so <laughs> so we've always had dogs right and um, and. All of our like we so we we've had mainly Labradors um, who they just used to love eating shit like always it's cat it's it's cat it's cat Relatable. it's cat shit mainly and you know they'd come in and like you know what the dogs like they don't know they would come in like wagging and giving you this literally shit eating grin with like poo in their teeth. <laughs> And like, you know, breathing, <laughs> breathing this cat shit stench on you. And you're like, oh, my days. And I know and I know for a fact that at least at least more than once they found them, scurried themselves a human shit. And the, honestly, the the godly, the ungodly stench that comes from their doggy gob made me gip. Let me tell you. So, uh, <laughs> so I mean, whereas you do say you know, that you like the smell of manure. Like, I don't like the smell of cat, dog and human shit. And ironically, the next runway is Houndstooth, which is by... <laughs> <laughs> Houndstooth covered in brown, which is by... Brownstooth! <laughs> Brownstooth. <laughs> that's what I was just... That's what I was just fucking talking about! <laughs> Sorry, it's Candy Muse with a Houndstooth <laughs> branding outfit, which I... I'm giving a hit, even though I could go either way. I'm giving it a shit. I found it annoying. <laughs> I found it annoying. Too many layers. Once again, it's like it's candies. You know. I mean, we've had big queens on here before that do good stuff with their shape, and it's. I just Eureka. think. I just think it's. Yeah, exactly. I just think it's lazy to do the same thing that she did with um the lemonade outfit, the Beyonce lemonade outfit. It's the same thing, and um. Oh, it is similar to that, actually. That's a good point. And also, I don't like... I don't like the self-referential stuff, like, too much. And, like, you know, Muse is a fascinator. I mean, like, really, you could have been ditched last week and now you're coming in with a fucking Muse fascinator. No, I'm not into it. 
Listen, listen, bitch. On Canada's Drag Race, you were obsessed with Scarlet Bobo and she was always wearing her own name. So what do you say to that? Oh, yeah. No, I did like... No. Oh, no, I did like... Oh, no, I did bum Scarlet. Yeah, you're right. God. I mean, your memory. My memory. Who are we? What are we doing? <laughs> who am I? <laughs> so we find out who is safe, which is Simone, Tina Turner and Candy. Tina Turner. <laughs> Did I say that? Oh God, sorry. <laughs> Tina Burner. Do you want to from from the, from the top? From the top. <laughs> Welcome to United Queendom. The, no, really. <laughs> not the right top. Just the last bit. <laughs> oh, I love a right top. Um, <laughs> no, well, let's just keep it in. It's fine. It's part of the fun. I know. I was joking, but no, I. But I, Simone gets a. <laughs> yeah, I do. Th- I just <laughs> the fact that those are safe, like, is a bit annoying. It's like they're the. It's like it's like t- literally topping and bottoming, no pun intended, from the beginning of the show when it's the winner's circle. Like, they are the winner's circle again. Yeah, and, um, I mean, for me, I think Candy got lucky because I really was underwhelmed by her. But I like the fact Simone got a little shout-out about her runway because I thought that did deserve some well, attention. Well, again, that was important. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, Michelle says... <laughs> They're giving them feedback. She says, there's more to Tabitha Brown than just being a vegan. She also loves her husband. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because that, that would have been comedy gold. Like, what kind of feedback is that? <laughs> I know. She loves her husband. I know. Oh, That's wow. That's <laughs> Hilarious. I, I love my husband, too. Yeah. And cares. I was surprised that T.S. Madison, returning guest judge, has said that she was very invested in the two disease. <laughs> no, like, this was my favourite part. She says, no, she says, oh, <laughs> I just want to say that I'm a big fan of the Tudor, the entire Tudor dynasty. I mean, what's your favourite album then? <laughs> <laughs> she thinks it's like one of the Housewives franchise. <laughs> Real Housewives of Tudor. Oh my God, <laughs> I just loved it when Anne Boleyn, she was like so crazy, she lost her head. I mean, whatever. Ridiculous. But she had an extra finger, didn't she? Was it her? <laughs> Six six fingers on one hand. Well, T.S. Madison would have liked that. Yeah, definitely. Um, Carson said that um, he felt like Jonathan Van Ness was inside Denali. <laughs> Sex- sexual reference. Rue says, will Paris be happy with Got Mix impersonation? Um, she's like, I still want to paint you, bitch. So I'm like, do you, do you think Paris would be offended? No. I mean, Unlike so many celebrities, I think she uh, is used to being, you know, made a bit of a mockery. She doesn't mind it. And I think that I I do not think in any kind of shape or form that Gottmik would have done anything super rude that that would render their friendship null and void at all. I think it's fine. Can I just take a small moment to talk about... um... Because obviously Paris Hilton's music career was not a success, but Stars Are Blind is a, to me, a classic, a pop classic. Uh, I don't know if you felt the same, Sam, but it was actually quite a big hit in the UK. And I just, I'm going to give it a shit. It's not a runway. <laughs> oh. Do you not like it? No, it's shit. Stars Are Blind. Well, you obviously haven't listened to it in a while because it is really good. No, stars are deaf. They're not blind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying the bitch can sing. It was a good song, okay? Okay. I'm but disagreeing spe- with you. Well, speaking of disagreements, I, I disagree with Michelle <laughs> liking Elliot's look, which I think is a disgrace, and she should be fired from the judging panel for such poor. And can I just can I just say another glaring um, continuity issue was um, Rugo's? Oh my God, the, you saying that's the first time I thought it was a I thought it was a flamingo, even though she she references flamingos during the um, 
during the runway. But the runway, it's not played out loud. I think they record that backstage and then it gets played over the runway. Yeah, but then but then they've they've done Rue a disservice by doing that because it makes it look like she's um she's contradicting herself. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Ru- Hashtag just saying. <laughs> Rue said they all talk about for the first time ever. I think who they do for Snatch Game, the judges. And Rue says she'd do Pearl Bailey, who I don't even know who that is. Do you? <laughs> I genuinely don't. Uh, I don't know either, but I know that they have. Um, it must be somebody important because in um, in. American Dad, the um, I love the American school. Dad. It's called it's it's called the Pearl Barley School. Oh my God, I have been. What I'd say. Um, do you have Disney Plus? I don't, but people keep asking me that. I got it when it came out, and there was nothing on it for me. So I I watched one thing, which was what was the thing I got it to watch? There was something really um, good on it. Mandalorian. No, there was like a film that was on at the beginning, and I wanted to watch it, and I watched it. And the... Mulan. Oh, it was animated. It was. Um... Fuck, what was Toy Story 4? Yeah, it was Toy Story 4. Right. Okay, well, I've got Disney Plus and they've got a new section has arrived on the 28th of February called Star, right? And it's got so much on it. Basically, they... um, Have you seen the film Love, si- Love Simon, is it called? Yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, okay. They, they did a series on it called Love Something Else, Love Justin or something. And that... And basically, like, Disney, because they didn't maybe think it was having a like a gay boy they didn't think it was that family friendly so they put on a new thing called star but star also has like a whole section with adult animation which has all of um the simpsons all of family guy all of american dad and i've just been going through the episodes of of american dad that i hadn't seen before and i'm fucking living for it every day it is amazing oh, <laughs> I, I love american i love american dad i love american dad anyway david david said he loves to watch it because because roger reminds him of me so much oh roger's my it's favorite an... <laughs> so that's the highest compliment I know he's so beyond appalling as a character in all in all TV. I'm just you know it's it is a big compliment for me. Thanks very but much. But talking about those shows, can I just give a special shout out to something that's underestimated that I love as well, which is Cleveland Show, which is obviously the same makers oh, as American It's a Cleveland Show, and I got a bag of it's a really good show so if you love American Dad and love Family Guy I would highly recommend it yeah but then we've also had problems in the fact that Cleveland was um, voiced by a white man so that has now changed as well oh my god I didn't know that not by Seth MacFarlane was it no somebody else oh wow I did not know that um, mm-hmm. God, more, more nothing brown. Nothing brown about that, Cleveland. More wokeness here. <laughs> God. Um, so, who were your bottoms this week? If you had to choose two, uh, wait. Are we still talking about Drag Race? <laughs> <laughs> Go on, reel off the names. <laughs> Whittle it down to thirty. Uh, <laughs> no, I've got to say. Okay, so my bottoms were. Um, well, I've got to be Elliot with two T's. Utica as well. Um, Candy and Tina. And Olivia, actually, so... Well, that's four. No, I mean, pick your bottom two. Oh, it's it's the ones they chose. I'm sorry. Okay, 100%. well, actually, I just contradict to myself because I put as my bottoms four people, Candy, Olivia, Utica and Elliot. But I think... <laughs> I... So it was one rule for you, one rule for everyone else. You no, know, because in my notes I said, I think this would have been a good moment because the season's been so long and there's been so many non-eliminations mm. to actually have four people... Oh, so get rid of four at once. <laughs> Not get rid of four. It's going to be a four... 
four-way elimination. No, have four lip sync and eliminate two. Do a double sachet, yeah. which I think would have been a good idea. Um, because Agreed. Candy put no effort in. Olivia was awful. Mm-hmm. Utica was creepy. Mm-hmm. Elliot was just mm-hmm. shit. Um, so mm-hmm. that's what I think. But it ends up being... Yep. Utica, oh well, Gottmik wins by the way, which is a given. Um, and they say mm-hmm. it's a night in Paris we'll never forget, which obviously is a reference to her sex tape, which I'm sure mm-hmm. we've all seen, the blowjob scene around the world. I've seen, I've, I've, I've seen it. Have you seen it? I've seen the, I've seen the most of them actually. I've seen the, um, the Pammy one as well. I've seen. Tommy Lee's got a big old cock. I know he drives <laughs> the ship with it. Um, the only one I haven't seen. <laughs> I'm sure we've talked about this before, but my favourite ever sex tape is Colin Farrell's. That's my only one that I oh rewatched. Oh my god! Like it's not out of curiosity; it's out of actual. I mean, Colin Farrell to me is, is one of the sexiest men in the entire world. Yeah, me too. And it's, I mean, he is like I've seen it as well, and he is kind of creepy in it. Like he is a bit like you're so fucking beautiful. Oh, you're the best thing Don't, I've ever I'll seen. Come, I can't. I, I can't I can't believe you're even with me it's just so fu- you're so fucking sexy I'm not gonna lie to you um, yeah that is hot that's your snatch game but um <laughs> I'm Colin Fowler in his next time she doesn't talk in his because she's got a mouth full of pubes because you know she keeps pulling pubes out of her teeth throughout yeah, sex yeah. yeah and he does have a nice cock I'm not gonna lie um, I think yeah, that is a good one. I've seen uh, Callum Best, who I know. I've seen I've seen his his wank video. That's that's quite good. Yeah, that, again, it's a bit it's a bit boring. Maybe we could do a special episode when Drag Race. I was just going to say we could do. Was... <laughs> <laughs> Number one, Natalie Cassidy. No, I'm joking. Um, so <laughs> the bottom two is Utica versus Elliot. What did you think of? Oh mm. wait. So the lip sync is fascinated by Company B, which I'd never heard, but I guarantee Sam is in your collection because this is all your era, isn't it? Same as RuPaul. Um, can I just say, I knew the song, but I've heard a different version, but I loved it and I obviously um, shazammed it. <laughs> and it is, now in, it is now in my collection because it was great. I liked the song. So yeah, I'll definitely look it up because Drag Race often introduces mm. me through the lip syncs to songs that I... Hadn't heard of, but mm-hmm. then go on to love like it has with mm-hmm. 100% pure, which I've been listening to ever since. Pure love. So, I mean, I think I speak for a lot of people when I say, I think I thought Elliot would completely destroy Utica given the previous lip syncs we've seen, but that does not happen at all. Like, Elliot seems... No, I didn't. I didn't think that. I love, I love in the confessional that Elliot's like, oh, she's, she's rolling around, rolling around the fucking stage like a daddy long legs. And it was so true. <laughs> I know, but... She's really using her limbs. Well, she, oh, my days. She was good, but let's not forget Elliot, only a few weeks ago, was amazing in that La La lip sync. Like, mm, I thought she mm. really... She gave up. I think she did give up, and I feel like... I mean, we... Not to assume, but she talked about her depression earlier in the series, and it felt like maybe mm. everything had started to get to her, because she... Um, mm. Well, we'll get, we'll get to my little comments about Elliot, because I had something I wanted to say, but what did you think of the lip sync as okay. a whole? Uh, yes, I really liked it. I thought it was. I thought it was really good. Um, I just, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Utica. I just found Utica quite mesmerizing. I thought it was. Um, you know, she was very like the the way her limbs were undulating was was just. Um, it was almost hypnotic. Is undulating a word? I've never heard that before. It is. Yes. 
Oh, not fucking, it's not fucking school again, is it? <laughs> <laughs> We're homo-schooling, you know that. Um, so I was a bit underwhelmed by the lip-sync. <laughs> I did think Utica um, did a lot better than I thought she would, but generally I think mm. this song would have suited other queens better. So it was a bit of a waste on them. But obviously, mm-hmm. I mean, at, at one point I thought it could be a double sachet, but because the judges kept... The edit made it clear that Utica wasn't leaving because they kept reacting well to what she was doing. Um so it was obvious Elliot was gone and Rue said to Elliot, the extra T is for tenacity. And that's the thing I was going to say, which is that I'm really... Elliot wasn't one of my favourites, but I think she deserves credit because she has been proved herself to be so strong this season. She had a really... <clears throat> sorry, a really horrible start to the season. She got, like, the worst beginning anyone's ever had, which is where, like... You lose a lip sync and then everyone who's there votes you off and then you have to come back and then everyone... On the winner's circle was horrible to you, and yeah, right, I agree with you. She does deserve some credit, um, but I just think you know, with a really lackluster performance in the snatch game, and then this terrible flamingo abortion on the run on the runway. <laughs> that I mean, I do, but like, I feel like it's been Elliot's time the last couple of weeks, so. You know, I don't, I don't like. I, I feel like this is one of those situations where I'm. I really like Elliot with two T's, but I, I, but I'm not surprised to see her go now. We're getting to the end, so come on. Oh, I agree. I'm surprised she made it this far. I'm not saying she should have mm. stayed, or that I'm even mm. going to miss her. I'm going to miss the Elliot particularly, but I'm. <laughs> but, but I do think like. Given the Go get your freak on, babes. Come on. Give, give it work it, bitch. Given the um, <laughs> cards she was dealt, I think she's shown herself to be a strong bitch, and I think I admire her for that. Um, but I'm, gl- I'm glad Oh, yeah, she's I got- mean, like, no, yeah, I agree with you. Like, with the beginning, when it was, like, literally, like, she'd been booted out, like, three times in a row. You know, she's brought it. She brought it with that... With that fucking, you know, beanbag pink coat thing that she made. I mean, there yes. is there is there are some really good moments, and I think um, I think she goes away for a couple of years. You know, steps up her pussy, whatever, as they say. Yeah, uh, I think she's. I think she'd be good for a, for an all stars. Well, we say that about everyone. Some people aren't meant for all stars, and maybe Elliot is one of them. <laughs> no, I know. I've said it. I've only said it about um, Tamisha and Elliot in this series. That is true. I, I apologize. All right, I forgive you. Next week, they've got the makeover challenge, so we'll be reviewing that as long as they don't give another COVID episode in between next Monday. And obviously, oh, more more COVID episodes. They didn't what they didn't say were the sixteen episodes that three of them were COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, we'll be back on Friday with our continued recaps of Drag Race UK, which is getting very very exciting at the moment. Oh, we are down to the final four. So we. Are or is that five? We started this episode saying we hate when people sing things. So sorry. <laughs> and I just did it. And we've ended it doing just that. And you did it non-ironically. I'm a nothing if not a complete and massive hypocrite. I give you a shit, not a hit. <laughs> Thank you. I prefer shits than hits anyway. Or squits. Um, we'll see you on Friday. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs> Let's click it out.